Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Karen Conrad in for Billy Epperhart today. And at Wealth Builders, we are all about making sense of making money for making a difference. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you the four steps of where you get that dream that God's given you or that vision for your life. And the four steps that are necessary that we all go through to bring it into reality. So our desire for you is that you take that dream and you understand the process of success to actually get to the point of seeing that vision before you or in the natural or in reality. Do you know, when we're given a dream or a vision from God, it's always going to be something bigger than what you and I can do on our own. And as we go through the process, I'd like to tell you that it's always going to be super smooth. You're never going to hit any snags, but you know what? That's just not the case. So if you're prepared for what those four steps are in the process, it's going to help you to persevere when things happen. You're going to have a better understanding of, oh, that's right. I heard about this. I can get through this. And it's going to help you be strong so that when that success comes, you are able to handle it. So the four stages that we're going to be talking about today are number one, dream, number two, distress, number three, develop, and number four, demonstrate. So let's start with dream. This is that exciting time where we get the idea. We have an idea formation of what God is wanting to do in our life. And can I tell you, when we receive that dream or idea, you've probably been there or seen others that are there. We have a high motivation. We are excited. We have a can-do attitude. You know, the sky's the limit. But oftentimes what's happening at this point is our skills to actually follow through with that dream are low. So I've got a handout for you. It's a free download that you can go to wealthbuilders.org and see this uh, slide, which gives you the steps, but it also gives you some pictures so that when I'm talking about this, you're able to actually follow along and see the details and uh, even the wavelength or the process in a picture that I think will really help you. So go to wealthbuilders.org and get this download. So motivation high, that's our smiley face. Skill is low. The beauty about this step is we actually have an unconscious incompetence. And I think that's on purpose because if we realized how incompetent maybe we were or lacking the skills at this point, 
we might give up before we even get started. So in this dream phase with the high motivation, smiley face, low skill, unconscious incompetence, it's where we have the idea formation, which answers the question, what or who? So the what is this is the step that we establish our vision. The how is where we determine the method that we are going to use to achieve this vision or this dream. The when is we need to understand the timing. Sometimes we can go out and get ahead of things. Other times we feel like, you know, God has to like pull us along to get us moving. So we want to seek him and understand the timing. And finally, who? The collaboration. Do you know, there is a team that is generally involved with anything that we are supposed to do. And there are people that we need around our table to actually help us take and steward this dream and bring it into success and into reality. So the what is the vision, the how, the method, the when, the timing, and the who, the collaboration. So this next step is going to sound a little in, like discouraging for you, but actually hang in there with me because it's important you understand this. And when you get through this step, you really have gone through a process to be strengthened to make it the rest of the way. So step two, step one is dream. Step two is distress. This is the point at which we go from an unconscious incompetence to a conscious incompetence. This is where we realize, and this is a step that we need to get through this is when we realize the reality of what we stepped into and we start to look around and say, oh my goodness, what did I get myself into? Can you relate to this? This has happened to me so many times in my life and I'm getting a little bit better at recognizing it. But honestly, this is actually a podcast that is helping me today as well. So you might say, Karen, what does this distress look like? I need to understand. Well, sometimes it is in the form of fear. And that can come at us many ways. I'm sure you can understand this and you've probably been there and can relate to it. But one type of fear is really a demonic fear that, that is all about deception. It tries to steal that dream or that vision from us. A second way is it tries to destroy us through stealing the word. So that word that's been planted in our heart, you know, when we receive that vision from God, we're, we're confident that we heard from the Lord and uh, the enemy is going to try to steal that out of your heart, just like, you know, the parable that talks about the seed of the sower. And when we get into that place, it can often lead us to a position where if we don't know what's going on, we can actually self-impose failure or perceive the challenges we're going in as rejection. So this distress part of it is all, I guess, about trying to get us to quit. And what I'm equipping you with today is to tell you when you've got a big dream from God, you are going to hit some resistance. And when you know and you're ready for it, it's going to bring you out of it. And there's actually a work to be done that's important 
for you to get that strength to be able to persevere at the time of success. So all those things I just talked about relating to fear can seem very negative and something we don't want to face. But I'm telling you, when you walk through it with the help of the Holy Spirit, with the help of mentors like Billy and Becky, with materials that we've got to understand how to step through this, it actually brings us to a very positive place that gives us courage. It encourages us uh, with additional passion because when you go through some things and you just dig your heels in like, no, we are going to do this, your passion increases. And to be passionate about what we do is a godly thing and is very important because it helps carry us through. It can give us affirmation when we come through the other side of this. We receive favor, divine appointments, because we really settled in our heart that we're going to stay with this. We can seek and find wisdom and peace through the word and through others. And we look for models and mentors and coaches that help us to step through this into the next stage quicker, with ease, and making less mistakes. Now, when we're in this process, and again, this is in the distress portion, we also are understanding the challenges with moving forward with what we believe we're called to do. Those challenges come in the form of constraints. Do you know that we all have constraints? There's something about us that God has made strengths in our life, in our personality, but there are areas that when we lean into other people for their strengths, we're able to overcome the constraints in our life. Those constraints can come in many ways. It might just be a skill that I don't have. There's nothing wrong with me. I just don't have a certain skill or a talent that's necessary to fulfill the whole vision. Sometimes it can be based on past experiences. Maybe we've had negative situations in our life. Maybe we have a failed business and it has left a constraint on us because we are maybe doing everything that we can to avoid walking into that situation again. Pretty much everybody that I've talked to that goes through this process at some point lacks resources. And this might be in the area of funding. It might be in the area of Uh, knowledge, skills. We might be lacking people. We might be lacking systems. And those can be challenges that are presented during this time that actually help guide us into what we need to do to get to the next level. When we're entrepreneurs, which I am, and I'm thinking many of you listening are as well, when we start businesses, generally we do it with just ourselves, and we have to fill a lot of different roles. And that can actually be a constraint for us because for us to scale up, we have to develop opportunity. We have to develop the strength. We have to develop the willingness in many cases to allow other people to help us or to step in in different areas of the business. Otherwise, as entrepreneurs, we'll either get burned out or we are capping our business and it will never grow to the level that we would like to see it or that God intended. And actually sometimes challenges can be with our friends and family. 
And those are things like, for example, one of the things that I deal with a lot is I, I love to work and I work into the night. I'll work sometimes until two or three in the morning. And as you can imagine, that is not always something that my family appreciates, right? So our family and friends can help bring balance, but also sometimes our family and friends might not see the vision that we have uh, and might not initially or down the road even support it. And so we need to address these things. We need to be aware that our friends and family are there to support us and actually to bring balance to our life so that we are not throwing everything we have into achieving that dream, but they help us to see that there is life outside of our business or these endeavors and that we take time to enjoy families and, and family and friends and really enjoy the life that God has given us. So that is the second step, which is distress. Now let's move into the third step, which is develop. So when we have gotten through that point of distress, we're understanding the things that we need to work on to get the next level, because oftentimes those are the things that bubble up in that distress moment. Then we can start to apply things to actually develop and get prepared for the fourth step. So we can first get wisdom, which is found in God shares a lot about that with us in James 1.5. We gain knowledge, we gain skill, and we do that through training, maybe Wealth Builders University, maybe you read books on it, you learn from mentors. We develop a plan for funding. We consider and write down and start to develop the culture that we want to have in this endeavor and in this business. We start to look and connect with people and systems that can help us get there. We look for a mentor in the business that can help us to get to the next level faster. And I think uh, I talk a lot more about this in actually um, some other teaching that I'm sure we'll be sharing with you at the Wealth Builders Conference coming up. But mentors can get you to where you want to go in a fraction of the time. So I was at the conference here in Dallas with Andrew Womack and uh, Billy was there as well. And one of the things that Andrew was sharing uh, was that it took him 50 plus years to get where he is today. And he looked back on that process and he made a lot of mistakes and would have done things different. But he was sharing that Mike and Carrie Pickett, for example, who were also speaking at that conference have gotten so much further, so much faster because they have learned from people like Andrew and others where they didn't have to go through all those hard knocks. And then when we're in the seven mountains, which our friend Lance Walno talks a lot about, um, we have to understand through that developed stage for the gatekeepers, what networks do we need to be a part of and where does our area of influence overlap with others and start to make those connections? So this is actually a very encouraging part of the process because we're at the point of conscious competence, meaning we understood what our incompetence was and this allows us from that distress stage to begin to recognize and know where to develop so that we become competent. 
And then the fourth stage and the final stage is demonstrate. When we have gone through the dream, the distress and the develop, we get to enjoy that point where we are experts and we can demonstrate not only in our business, but actually to others. This is the point at which we've kind of made it. We see that vision, that dream become reality. So now it's time for us to look at how can we improve and how can we refine? In this stage, you're at the point too where you're actually modeling and mentoring others. And this is that icing on the cake. It was worth you know, all that you went through because you start to see results. And this is what we call unconscious competence, meaning you don't have to think about what you're doing every moment of the day. It's natural for you. So you just walk through what you have learned and developed in a way that you don't have to think about every step and it becomes something that you are unconsciously competent. Now, I wish I could tell you that you can jump from the stage of dream to demonstrate and maybe uh, you know, not have to go through the distress and develop, but this process is something that is important. We all walk through every step of this. And so I really hope this has been helpful for you. If you've got that dream uh, that you are pulling off the shelf or that business you want to start or that real estate endeavor that you want to jump into, look at these steps and be prepared. And actually, you can build a plan off of this and see with God's help, you're bringing that dream into reality. So thank you so much. Again, uh, go to wealthbuilders.org and you can download this one page slide that I think is going to help you a lot. And I also want to share with you, we've got a Wealth Builders Conference that's coming up in February of 2022. And we are going to be opening up those ticket sales in the next week. So you want to really uh, try to be a part of that. It's our biggest event of the year, and we are so excited for this year's event. That's in February. It'll be in Denver in 2022. And also, just a reminder that if you go to Billy and Becky's website at wealthbuilders.org, they have written over a thousand blogs. There's so much free content out there in all of these areas of making sense, of making money, for making a difference. So I encourage you, if you've not connected with us to receive our emails or checked out that website, go do that now at wealthbuilders.org. Thank you. God bless you and have an awesome day. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders Podcast is produced by Celine Williams with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.